With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin, Dafnun Vov, page 56. We begin at the bottom, eight lines from the bottom of Nun Heim Abayz. Amr Rabbi Yechanan says, What does it mean when the verse says, Ashrei Adam Afachi Tamid? Praiseworthy is somebody who is constantly fearful. Somebody who hardens his heart, he's going to fall in evil. Akamsa Ubar Kamsa, it's going on the fact that the story with Kamsa and Bar Kamsa, we're going to see Charvi Shalayim that Jerusalem was destroyed. Atarnagoyla for some, a male and female uh, rooster and chicken. Charv Tur Malka, the place called Tur Malka was destroyed. Ashaka de Rispak, Charv Betar, because of the door of a woman's chariot, Betar was destroyed. Akamsa Bar Kamsa Charvi Shalayim. What's the story with Kamsa and Bar Kamsa that Jerusalem was destroyed? That Hugavar, there was a certain guy, the Rachme Kamsa. He was good friends with Kamsa, Ubal Devave Bar Kamsa. His enemy was this guy named Bar Kamsa. Very similar names. Ovat Sudasa, so this man made some kind of meal. Amar Lelishmai, so he said to his servant, Zil Aisili Kamsa, he said to him, Bring me Kamsa. Ozal Aisili Bar Kamsa. By accident, the servant made a mistake and told Bar Kamsa to come, who was his enemy. Asa, he came, Ashkeche, he found that the Hava Yosef, he saw that this guy Barkamsa, who's his enemy, is sitting there, Marmalei, he says to him, Mech diahu gavra bal gavra, you're my enemy, who you are. My boy, Sach, what are you doing here? Kum pok, get out of here. Amarlei, so he responds, Hoyl ve'asoi, since I'm here already, Shavkan, leave me alone. Yahinan l'chad demei ma'adachal l'meshatsin, I'll pay you for whatever I eat and drink. Just let me stay. Amarle, we're on the top of Nun Vav, so he says back, Loi, he says, get out. Amarle, I'll pay for half of this party. Amarle, Loi, he says, no, get out. Amarle, I'll pay for the entire party. Just don't kick me out, don't embarrass me. Amarle, Loi, he said, no. Naktaviyad, he took him in his hands, Vukme, picked him up, Vaapke, and he physically threw him out. Omar, so Bar Kamsa said to himself, Since all the rabbis were sitting at this party, and they did not protest, I can deduce from here that they are okay with this. So he says, I'm going to go and I'm going to tell on them to the king. Azal he went, Amar le Kesar. He said to the Caesar, Mardu b'cha Yehudoi. The Jews are rebelling against you. Amar le mi yemar. The Caesar said, Who said? Amar le shada lehu karbana. Chazasi mekarvan le. And he said, So he said to them. Barkansa said to the Caesar, He said, Send them a sacrifice and see if they're gonna the, they're gonna bring it for you. And usually, so they were allowed to non-Jews were allowed to send sacrifices to the temple. So he went and he sent it in the hands of Barkamsa. Eglatlasa, three calves. Bahadidikasi, as he was coming, Shadabimuma, he placed some kind of blemish, on the top lip. Those who say that it was in the eye. A place where, according to us, so it's considered a blemish on a sacrifice. But for a non-Jew, they don't consider it a blemish. So the rabbi said, we should probably bring the sacrifice so that we don't run into problems with uh, with peace with the Romans. We can't do that because people will think that it's okay to bring a, a blemish sacrifice upon the altar. So they said, let's kill Bar Kamsa so that he doesn't go back and, and tell the Caesar. Amar lahu, Rabbi Zechariah. So Zechariah said again, People will think that if somebody puts a blemish on something which is a sacrifice, that he has to be killed. So 
because of Rabbi Yechanan, this very wise, quote-unquote, man. So that's why our base Amigdash was destroyed, the sanctuary was burnt, and we were sent out into exile. Shadari Lavayu Leniron Kesar. They sent to Niron the Caesar Niron. What had happened? Kika Asi, while he was on his way, Shadar Geira, he shot out an arrow, Lemizrach, to the east. So he was right next to Jerusalem. Every time, he, whichever way he would shoot the arrow, it landed in Jerusalem. Lamariv, when he shot it to the west, it would change direction and it would fly onto Jerusalem. In every direction, it always would fall in Jerusalem. So he said to a little child, Tell me what verse you learned today in Cheder. So he said, I will give my vengeance upon the Edomites in the hands of my nation of Israel, etc. Omar, so near in case, who said to himself, Kuchibrihu, the, the creator of the world, he wants to destroy his base. So he said, and, and he wants to wipe his hands clean with the person, meaning he wants to do it through someone, and he wants to knock that person out afterwards. So I better not be the one to do it. So he ran away and he became a Jew. He converted to Judaism. And a descendant of his was Rabbi Meir. So instead they sent this guy, Aspasunus, Caesar Aspasunus. Also, Tsar Allah Tlas Shni. And they besieged Jerusalem for three years. There were these three rich people, Nakdim ben Gurion, Uben Kalva Savua, Uben Sitzes Hakeses. Nakdim ben Gurion, why was his name Nakdim? The sun shone because of him. Ben Kalva Savua, why was he referred to as the son of a satisfied dog? Whoever goes into his house hungry as a dog, he goes out completely satisfied. Ben Sitzes Hakeses, why was he referred to as the son of the Sitzes? because he had these tzitzis, the strings, his tassels from his garments, and they would constantly be rubbing against his floor, which was covered with rugs. Another explanation was that he was so important that when he would come to Rome, so he would be sat amongst the dignitaries of Rome. So one of them said, one of these three rich guys said, I'm going to provide all of the wheat and barley that people need to eat. And one of them said, I'm going to provide the wine and the salt and the oil that people need. And the third one said, I'm going to provide all of the kindling wood that's necessary. And the, the rabbis praised the one who said that he's going to give all the kindling wood. Because Rav Chizda said, Kol Aklidi have a Mosar Lishmaye Barmi Ditzivi, all of the keys, so Rav Chizda would give over to his servant except for the keys to the room where the kindling wood was. The Amar of Chizda, because Rav Chizda says, Achlava Lechiti Boishitin Achlavi Ditzivi. A treasure house full of wheat requires, in order to bake it, in order to make it, 60 treasure houses full of kindling wood. They had enough food in order to be able to serve all of Jerusalem for 21 years. However, there was this group of bad guys, bad Jews. So the rabbi said, The rabbi said to these baryoni, let's go out and make peace with the Romans. 
Kinu, and they didn't allow the Omer Lahu Nefa So these Baryonis said, no, let's go out and make war with them. The Rabbi said, we're not going to be able to be successful. So these Baryone, so what they did was they went and they set on fire all of the storehouses of wheat and barley. And this caused a famine. So they were trying to force everyone to go out and fight. That was the Baryonim's plan. Marta Bas Baisus, there was this woman named Marta, the daughter of Baisus, Atirta de Yushalayim Havish, she was one of the richest people in Jerusalem. Shadrasa Lashlucha, she sent her messenger, Va'amrle, and said to him, Zil Aisili Smida, go and bring me fine flour. Ada Azel, when he went, is Davin, it had been sold out. Asa Amrla Smida Leka, so he came back and said that there is no fine flour, Chivrta Ik, but there's white bread. Amrle Zil Aisili, so she said, go and bring it for me. Ada Azel is Davin, by the time he got there, it was sold out. So he came back and said, there's no more white bread, but there is black bread. He said, go bring it for me. By the time he got there, it was sold out. He said, there's no more black bread. But there is barley flour. So she says, go bring it for me. By the time he got there, it was gone. So she pulled on her shoes. She said, I'm going to go out and see if I can find something to eat. She got some kind of excrement of an animal on her leg and she passed away because she was so grossed out. She was such a fine, flimsy human being. Rabbi Yechamezakai said about her the verse, the delicate one, and the one who has had delicacies, that her foot, the bottom of her foot, didn't try to step on the ground even. So this verse, which is in the Tochacha, which is in the rebuke of, of God to the people of Israel if they don't do what they're supposed to do. So he said that this verse is referring to this woman who passed away in such a sad manner. Ikeda Amri, that those who say that she didn't actually have this excrement touch her leg, but rather, that she was so desperate for food, so they were, they were these sucked out figs of Rabbi Tzadok. Rabbi Tzadok was a sick man who, who had been fasting for 40 years, and they were trying to bring him back to health, so they gave him these figs, and he would suck out the insides, and he would spit out the rest. So she went, and she was trying to get whatever she could that was left over from this fig, Nisa, it was so disgusting to her because she was such a delicate person, she she was grossed out, Umesa, and she died. Tzadik was sitting for 40 years, fasting the Lord Lecharev Yushalayim, so that the Beis Hamidash Jerusalem should not be destroyed. Gave Achil Midi, whenever he would eat something, you could actually, he was so skinny, you could see from the outside. When he was trying to get better, so they would bring for him these figs, he would suck them out, out the, the juice, and he would throw them away. When she was dying, I picked up She took all of the gold and the silver from her house. She threw it into the into the street, into the marketplace. Amra, hi, the Miami boy. What do I need this for? She said. That's what the verse says. The verse in Yechezkel says that their money into the into the streets will be thrown. There was a man in Abisikra who was the head of these Baryoni people, the uh, the rebellers. The, I mean, they were Jewish people, they were religious people even, but uh, they weren't listening to what the rabbi said, and they were trying to rebel against the Romans. So he was the head, this guy Abisikra, the Yerushalayim, in Jerusalem. He was the nephew of Rabbi Yechem and Zakai. 
So Rabbi Yochum Zaka was the Gadol Hador, he was the greatest rabbi of that generation. So Rabbi Yochum Zaka called for him. So, so Abba Sikra came quietly to where he was. Also, Amar Lai came and he said to him, Ad Amos of Disu Hachi. He says, Riachim and Zaka said to him, How long are you going to continue this, this ridiculousness? We, we're not going to be able to win against these people. You're killing everyone with this famine. Amar Lai Avid. He says to him, What can I do? If I say anything to the other people, they'll kill me. Meaning, all of these other Bayonim, they're not going to listen to me, they'll just kill me. Give me some kind of way for me to get out of here, says Rabbi Yochanan Zakai. After the Haviat Salaporta, maybe I can convince the the Romans to to let off and create some kind of salvation for the people here. So Avisikra said to his uncle, Rabbi Yochanan Zakai, he says to him, Pretend like you're getting sick. And let everyone come and see how you're doing. And then bring something, a horrible smelling dead carcass of a body, of, a, of an animal, and place it next to you in your bed, and let people say that you have died, and let your students carry you, and no one else, so that people don't see that you're light. Because everybody knows, and especially these baryoni, that a dead person is heavier than a, a, a live person. Avid Hachi, so he did this. Nechnas by Rabbi Lazar, Mitzat Echad, Rabbi Yeshua, Mitzat Acher. So Rabbi Lazar was carrying him on one side, Rabbi Yeshua was carrying him on the other side. They were bringing out what was supposedly Rabbi Yochanan ben Zag, who had passed away, but in truth he was still alive, he was just trying to escape the city. Kimatul Pescha, when they got to the gate, Bolem Midkare. So the Baryonim, so they wanted to thrust him through, thrust through Rabbi Yochanan Zakai to see if he indeed was dead or not. Amar Lahu Rabon, Dakru. So Abbasikra says to them, the, this other Bayoni leader, who was the nephew of Rabbi Yochanan Zakai, he says, do you want them to think, the Romans to think, that, or anyone else to think, that we thrust through our leaders? He's a great holy person, he's dead, leave him alone. Bolem midchafei, they wanted to push him to see what would happen if he would respond, if he would make any kind of noise. Amr lehu, yemu rabban dachfu. You wanted them to say that this is how they treat their rabbi, they push him around. He's dead, leave him alone. Paschule, they opened up, Baba the gate, Nafak he went out, Kimatullah Hasam. So when he got there, Omar Shlama Allah Malka. Shlama Allah Malka. The first thing he said when he saw Vespasian, who was leading the siege on Jerusalem, first thing he said was, Peace unto you, King, peace unto you, King. Amar Lay. So Vespasian said back to him to Rabbi Yahman Zakai, Michavis Trektala, you you are obligated to die twice. Khad the Lav Malka. First of all, I'm not a king. Kakarsi Malka. You're making fun of me. By calling me a king, Visu, Additionally, if I am a king, so want you. What took you so long to get here to give me this good news? responded, This is that you said that you are not a king. We turn to Nunavam Beis, page fifty-six B. Ivra, in truth, Malka'at, you must be a king. Dilav Malka'at, if not for the fact that you are king, Lemim Sri Shalom Yadeich, Jerusalem would not have been given over into your hands. The Chesiv is the verse says, And the Lebanon, here it's referring to Jerusalem, the mighty Jerusalem. Rashi says it actually comes the Lavanon, it's from the lesson of Lavan, white, which means that it whitens the sins of the Jews. But Adir, Adir is mighty one. 
The only person that's mighty is considered the king. In reference to a king, it uses the word adir. And Levanon is a reference to the temple. She numbers the verses, This good mountain and the Levanon. Thus we see that you are king. And this that you had a question, why didn't I come to you sooner if indeed you are a king? Because these people, these Baryonim, they didn't let me leave, so I couldn't come until now. Amar Leh, so Vespasian said back to him, Let's see you have a barrel or a little bottle of honey, and you have a snake that's uh, put itself all the way around the bottle completely surrounded the bottle. You want to get rid of the snake, so you have to destroy the bottle. So, meaning what he was saying is, these baryonim, the only way for me to get rid of them is for me to destroy Yerushalayim, to destroy Jerusalem, Ishtik. So, Rabbi Yochman Zak at the moment didn't have an answer for him. Rabbi Yosef said about him the following verse, and there are those who say it was Rabbi Kiva who said it, that Hashem sometimes will make an intelligent person foolish because he didn't have an answer at that moment. He boiled the memory. He should have said, "Lay to him, shaklin and savta v'shaklin and the dracon. You separated two v'katlin and lay, and you kill the snake v'chavisa shavkin and you leave over the barrel." Ad hachi asi pristeko alemi roimi. A officer came from Rome. Amar le, and he says them kum demisle kaiser. He says, "Get up, because the Caesar has died." Army hanu chashibi de roimi, and these important people of Rome are saying loisiva parisha to make you the king. As he received this news, he had just put on one of his shoes. He wanted to put on his other shoe. He couldn't get his foot in. He wanted to take off the other shoe, he couldn't get it off. He said, what is this? So Rabbi said, don't, don't be worried. It's clear that a good, good news has come to you. The verse says, Good news fattens the bones. So your foot has gotten fatter because of the good news. So what, what can you do to fix this? Bring somebody that you don't like. Let him pass in front of you. That a uh, lowly spirit causes withering. He came in, he was able to put his foot in, it seems, and he said, Since you're so intelligent, what took you so long to get out? Why couldn't you bypass the Baryonim? You're an intelligent person. didn't come to me. So he said to him, Did I not tell you? So he says, I'm also telling you. That was seems to be the end of that conversation. Amar Lay. So now Vespasian says to Biachim and Zaka, Shadrona. I am on my way out and someone else is gonna be sent here. Ask for me something that I can give you because I really appreciate your good news and all of the things that you've said and your uh, wisdom. Amar Yavna So Biachim and Zaka said, Please give me Yavna and its sages, Vishushilta Deramigamliel and the chain of Remingam Liel, which means he wanted to keep alive the chain of going back to David Melech, and also doctors who will heal Rabbi Tzadok. Kariya led Rabbi Yosef Yitim Rabbi Yakiva. Rabbi Yosef or Rabbi Kiva said about him the verse: "Meshev Chacham Ochav Vedaitam Yisachol." Then Hashem makes a wise person foolish because why? He boiled the memory. He should have said to them: "The Shavkinu Hadazimna to totally leave them this time." Who severed them? Kulehai Leavid. 
So he figured, Rabbi Yechem Zakai just felt that uh, he wouldn't be able to accomplish anything if he would ask him, if he would ask his Shreshim to just leave. So that's why he just asked for this. And he wasn't able to even get a small amount of saving because in the end, Jerusalem was completely destroyed. What was it that they did in order to help him get better? The first day, they gave him this uh, water that was soaked in it, bran flour. Then they gave him water that was soaked in it, bran flour along with regular flour. Then they gave him water with regular flour alone. Until slowly, slowly, his stomach opened up and expanded. Also shattered the Titus, they went and they sent Titus, In reference to other gods, the verse is talking about the fact that they trust in other gods, but they to no avail. But Titus used this verse in order to refer to Hashem, Chas V'Shalom, having forbid to say that the Jews are trusting in him, but he's not helping them. Said Titus Harasha, this is referring to Titus, to Titus, that he said horrible things towards Hashem. So what did he do? He took a prostitute in his hands, and went into the Holy of Holies, and he spread out a Torah scroll of Avar, Leha, Avera, and on that Torah scroll, heaven forbid, he he went and he did a horrible transgression. He took a sword, and he cut the curtain, and there was a miracle that occurred, and there was blood that was coming out, and was coming out, and he thought that he killed God, heaven forbid. Your enemies, they roared within your tent of meeting. They placed their signs as signs. Abachanan says, Who is like you, the one who is so strong and powerful, God? Who is like you, the powerful one and, and tough? You heard the way that that evil person was speaking, and Hashem, you were quiet. The, the yeshiva of Yishmael learned as follows, Who's like you amongst the gods, Hashem? Don't read it as elim, the gods, but rather as in the mutes. What did he go and do? He took the curtain of the Beis Hamidosh of the Temple of Asoy, Kamin Gargutani, made it into a sack, and he called Kalim Mikdash, and he gathered up all of the vessels of the Temple, and he placed it inside of the curtain, and he brought them onto a boat, in order to become praised in his city. I saw these evil people who are like they're buried above, and they came. And they're coming from a holy place. And they forget in the city that this is what was done. Don't read that buried. They're bringing many groups, meaning the Kalim. Don't read it as if it was forgotten. But rather that they will be praised. So here he's bringing these groups of the vessels of the temple, and he's going to be praised in his city. Amri, those say mamish. When it says buried, it means literally buried. Even the things that were hidden away, they were revealed to them. A very mighty wind came and was blowing in order to make him drown. Amar, so 
Titus said, It seems to me that their God, this Jewish God, he only has power in the water. When Paro came, when Pharaoh came, so he he uh, made him drown in the sea. When Sisera came, he made him drown in the sea. So he wants to make me drown as well in the sea. He's really mighty. Let him wait until we get onto the land and do battle with me there. A heavenly voice came down and said to him, Russia ben Russia, ben ben Eshel Esav Russia, the evil one, the son of an evil one, the great grandson of Esav, the evil Esav. Bria kala yeshli be'olami. I have a light creation in my world. V'yatosh shema. It's called a mosquito. Amai kari labria kala. Why does it refer to it as a light creation? The ma'alna isla. It has a way to get the food in through its mouth. Mufakna lesla. It doesn't have a way to get the excrement out. Aleili abasha. Go up onto the land. V'tasi ima melchama. Do battle with my mosquito. So he got up on the land, this mosquito came, it went into his nose, it was banging away at his brain, for seven years. One day, he was passing by a blacksmith's shop, so he heard a very loud noise, and the bug stopped uh, you know, buzzing around inside of his head. So he said to himself, there is something I can do. So every day they would bring this blacksmith, so, and they would make all this noise in front of him. So to a guy, to an Andrew, he would give four zoos to do this. So if a Jew would do it, so then he wouldn't pay me, he would just say, it's enough that you see your enemy. After 30 days, he had done this. So from then on, after 30 days, he would make all this noise, but it wouldn't stop the mosquito from buzzing around inside of his head. Tanya, we learned a bright summary. Pinchas ben Aruva. Pinchas ben Aruva said, Ani hayusi ben Gedali Rami. I was amongst the great ones of Rome. Ukeshames, when Titus passed away, Patsu es Meichel, they opened up his his brain. Umatsu by Ketzipur, drawer. They found inside of there a big bird. Mishkol shnei slime that weighed two slime. We learned in the Mishnah and the Brisa. ben Shana. It looked like a one-year-old bird. Mishkal shnei litrin. It weighed two liters. Amar says naktinan. We take on pivshal nechoshes v'tzipornim shel barzel. Its mouth was copper and its fingernails were iron. I guess it was really an annoying bird that was inside there. Kiava kamayas when he was about to pass away. Amar lohu. So he told those who were around him the kaliuha that they should. Uh, cremate him, Lahu Gavra, to this man, meaning Titus, he was talking about himself, and he wanted them to spread out his ashes, Ashev Yomi, on the seven different seas, so that the God of the Jews shouldn't be able to find him, and bring him to judgment. We'll continue from here in the next Daily Dav.